Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. You're listening to another TalkSport Daily podcast. I'm your host, John Jackson, in for the main man, Andy Goldstein. And you can hear me every Tuesday afternoon on TalkSport's dedicated motorsport show, On Track, on TalkSport 2. But there's only one place we can start this podcast, and that's by looking back at yesterday's Premier League action. The Spurs conceded twice in injury time to lose 2-1 at Wolves in the Jamie O'Hara derby. That means it's back-to-back defeats for them. And the game, of course, was live and exclusive on TalkSport with reaction from Spurs boss Andy Postacoglu and the aforementioned Mr. Jamie O'Hara. Sarabia is on the hunt. He moves to the edge of the area. Slides it through. Lamina is there. They've won it. It's stoppage time. And Postacoglu stands still inside the technical area. And Tottenham, who took the lead after two minutes, have lost it in the last few minutes. An absolute nightmare for Tottenham, Gabs. Nightmare. Loads of injuries. To lose it in the 97th minute just kills. It hurts so bad. It's part of, uh, you know, the pain of football when, uh, when uh, you know, things happen under those circumstances. You just got to, uh, you just got to take it. Look, I'm all for this. This is the way we are, and this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to play. And I get that, mm-hmm. but you're not playing in Scotland and you're Celtic and you're the best team, and the rest of the team's a, a dog. You're playing against top sides. If you just keep making stupid mistakes and you keep playing this gung-ho football and trying to win it, a point's not a bad result. Just got to manage the game a bit. Like we've been talking about in there, like can't you just change Anne's ball and say, you know what, we've been battered here by Wolves. It's 1-1, you know what? Let's still try and get a winner, but not be silly. You know, Ange needs to uh, understand that he is not the Celtic manager anymore. He is the Tottenham manager and you can't pump everyone. I think we all get a bit carried away. Like you look at today, our squad, half of that, Team is what we had the deadwood we had the last two yeah. seasons and yeah. we were shocking uh, I really feel like we've gone back to Conte football awful we're still trying to score we're still trying to win a game plan. Not Quick every game you kicks. have to win. You can't win every but, uh, game. A week ago, 10 days ago, you said you were going to win the league. I said. <laughs> I, I said. I'm absolutely fuming. 90 minutes and then to concede two goals and out of time is poor. We need to manage the game better. Kick that ball into Rosehead. We That's have to accept sometimes that you can Take a draw in. sometimes. Take a draw. Take a point. Any away game right now with the injuries that we've got is a good... Like, if you get a point, it's a good point. Spurs are winning the league, aren't they? That's what you've all been saying the last few weeks. You couldn't have have handpicked an easier set of opening fixtures. You rode your luck against Liverpool. Now the tables are starting to turn. Look, it's same old Spurs, mate. You said, look, the dream's over, innit? Already, Harry. I think, yeah. Yeah, we fell apart, mate. We do. I mean, it was... 
Hate to say it, Connie, it was Spursy. No, I'm never going to tell our supporters uh, how they want to feel. I'm sure they're disappointed and uh, it wasn't part of the plan to... Um, you know, to have another defeat. He would have took a point at, at later, later stages of the game, but he'll be bitterly disappointed. He's got back-to-back defeats now. He's got a couple of weeks to think about yeah. it, and all of a sudden, Villa and Man City coming. Look at your next four games. Villa at home, City away, West Ham at home, Newcastle at home. It could be six defeats on the trot, no, Jamie. I, six. <laughs> I can't see it's losing six. Will you come back to work if it is? No. Meanwhile, Arsenal moved level with Manchester City at the top of the Premier League table, all thanks to a 3-1 win at home to Burnley. Here's how it sounded live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. Arsenal with a chance to go level with Manchester City. Burnley can exit the bottom three with a win. Ball given away by Saliba and suddenly Bill Goodmanson's running into the area. Shot is brilliantly saved by David Raya plunging to his left. Goodmanson tried to slip it underneath Raya but he made a top save sticking at a left paw and it stays nil-nil just. There's not enough urgency about Arsenal dance at the minute in their, in their passing, in their moves. Zinchenko, first time ball into the box. Saka heads it up to the far post and touched in by Leandro Trossard just when they needed it most. Right on half-time, Arsenal 1, Burnley 0. He's in the area, pulls it back to Rodriguez, can't get the shot in, comes out to the edge of the area, and Josh Brownhill equalises for Burnley. Now they make a run across the face of goal, and he's headed in! They're back in front, William Saliba! And Arsenal are only level for a couple of minutes before retaking the lead. Burnley have just completely switched off from the corner. There's five Burnley players around the ball. Not one of them has gone to attack it. Right-footed in swinger, right under the crossbar again. Off the crossbar, off a Burnley head. Zinchenko! On the follow-up. Brilliant finish. Gets himself a goal and surely seals the points for Arsenal to take them back level at the top. Elsewhere in Saturday's Premier League action, Manchester United narrowly beat Luton Town 1-0. Doesn't sound very impressive, but given their recent form, it's probably quite a big victory for them. And of course, Newcastle suffered a 2-0 defeat at Bournemouth. Here's all the reaction to those games on the game day phone-in on TalkSports. There is the full-time whistle. Manchester United make it back-to-back Premier League wins. Both by a goal to nil, and fair to say, neither of them convincing. Even after all the setbacks where we have to, to uh, where we dealt with, we are still uh, in a position close nearby at the top four. It took them, Jamie, until the 60th minute to get a scrambling goal from Lindelof to beat Luton. Man United are sixth in the table. They've won today. They've won three of the last five in the Premier League. One, playing they're one point behind Villa, two, two, uh, three points behind Liverpool, and are only five points behind Tottenham. Them fans have been sport for years, attacking, entertaining football. Mm. That team now is just not good enough. Oh yeah, great win! <laughs> Absolute <laughs> rubbish. We had to fight till the end, and then it's maybe not the prettiest. But if you oversee, uh, and I'm happy with that, we created many chances. I've lost patience. There's no progression. We're well into November now. We're out of the League Cup. We're, we're not in the title race. We know that. We're probably out of the Champions League. Season, we're not going to get top four, Rory. We won our last four games from five in Premier League, which is good. So we are actually in a quite good position. If you oversee all the trouble we have, uh, we are in a very good position. The only thing that matters is, did you win the game? Are the three points yours? And have you avoided 
a rather embarrassing saga of dropping points to Luton, potential relegation fodder at home. And Eric Ten Hag has managed to say yes to all of the above. I think it's a good day at the office for Ten Hag. Look at the bigger picture. It's rubbish. We are not going to win anything this season. The best hope is the League Cup. We're out of that now. Maybe that's just the level of Manchester United happening in Copenhagen. Maybe they're just at that level. That's their level now. I just don't see what we are trying to do as a club. It's driving me mad. And to the point where I've been offered some money for my season ticket and me and my mate who I go with we've said yeah you can have it Bournemouth 2 Newcastle nil. injury hit Newcastle and Callum Wilson didn't make the trip and surely will be out for England undone by two goals and you can ask about Callum Wilson who didn't didn't travel with you today is he out of the England party yeah Callum won't uh, won't travel with England Newcastle had their goalkeeper to thank for them not taking a real beating here on the south coast it finished Bournemouth 2 Newcastle nil. yeah it was a really tough day for us um it was probably uh, not our finest game. Just physically, we looked we looked out on our feet. We just looked absolutely knackered tonight, really. Well, I think the only thing that's exposed our squad is the amount of injuries we've had, and we've we've tried desperately not to be in this situation. But again, today we've picked up injuries to a player. If there's going to be one club in the league that are going to be so happy to just have the opportunity to regroup, reconsider, redefine who they are, and sort of start from square one again, I think it's going to be Newcastle. It's tough because you don't want to be too critical because. Given all the circumstances that have went against us, I think they have been pretty outstanding for most of this season. But there is the concern that we've now lost four games in the Premier League, having only lost five in the whole of last year. We're just going through a very difficult period with injuries and hopefully the, the international break can help to a degree. On to yesterday's championship action now and Wayne Rooney's wait for his first win as Birmingham manager goes on even longer. They lost 3-1 against Sunderland. That means it's now five games without a victory since his appointment last month. The game was live. It was exclusive over on your home of the EFL TalkSport 2 and here's some reaction from Rooney himself and also some very disgruntled Blues fans and I don't blame them. Sunderland hoping a win will lift them back into the top six for Birmingham. They just want a win of any kind. What's the cutting onto his left? Goes back onto his right, squares the ball, big chance for Jack Clark, lays it off and the shot cleared off the line. He's got to play it first time. Gets it away, Russin's going to have a shot across goal, oh. hits the post. From the corner, flicked on, six yards and turned in. It is a goal for Sunderland. And it's Joe Bellingham who's turned it in, it had to be Bellingham. And he just side puts the ball into the roof of the net. Absolutely brilliant start for the home side. Diving head, oh, they've not cleared it, falls in the six-yard box, it's oh. hit the post. How on earth did they not score? That should have been 2-0. But straight to Stansfield, he's going to drive in, Miyoshi's there, and it's 1-1. This game, full of mistakes, so open. Things have got to shore up from both sides. And the cross is deep, too deep, no, it's headed back towards goal, and it's turned in from close range. Sunderland lead and the stadium alive. Football's just bonkers, isn't it? <laughs> what a game of football. I mean, I've never seen so many mistakes in a game of football. I've got to be completely honest with you. Clark's still going. Clark puts it into the six-yard box and it's turned in. she scores. And Sunderland surely now picking up all three points. They leave spaces at the back, which then gives Sunderland the opportunity to break forward. Adewish did not let anybody down. Three goals to one for Sunderland. For Wayne Rooney, his wait for a win goes on. Trust the process, men.
Oh, honestly, mate, I, just, I can't <laughs> believe it. I just, I just don't understand it. We do, we do it to ourselves mm. every single time. The se- we were in the same position under Gary Rowett. I think we've seen a big improvement, certainly over the last two games. That point from a possible 15 is just not good enough. You can see the way Rooney's trying to play and it's just not working. He's not proven. He isn't. If you look at his track record, he's been at Derby, didn't really impress that, and then he's gone to DC United. And he's come over here and he, he keeps talking about this play style. But you can't see it, it's reckless. There's positive signs throughout the game. I feel this break is coming at a good time for us. Time for us to really work the team on the, on the fitness um, and come back ready for the, a really tough running. I'm not screaming for him to get the sack yet because mm. obviously I'm a big fan of him as a player. That don't mean nothing. Birmingham have come in, you've got new I know, owners. That means nothing. He ain't a player no more, he's your manager. And, 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 and you are dropping like flies. They were a little bit disjointed, the Blues, here today. Plenty of work for them to do over the international break. I think he'll walk. I genuinely do. Who? I think Rooney? Rooney? No. Rooney, yeah, yeah. No, he's signed, a three and half, he's signed a three and a half year deal. We no. ain't walking nowhere. They've got some quality, but I think when he gets things right defensively, Wayne, they've got no doubt in my mind that they'll start to climb up the table. It wasn't to be him, so we really have to focus over these next couple of weeks and make sure we come back stronger. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. On to the Cricket World Cup now, and it's been a disappointing campaign for England, but they did round it off in style with a 93-run win over Pakistan in Kolkata. The result does mean they've qualified for the 2025 Champions Trophy, though. And here's all the reaction from outgoing all-rounder David Willey, who's now retired from international cricket. Looking back to being a kid, like I could only have dreamt of playing as many games of cricket for England, so I'm immensely proud of that. To be in a dressing room, with so many quality players, I've been very fortunate to be a part of that um, and play my part in that. But you know, at the same time, I'm I'm sad. You know, I don't think anybody ever wants to walk away from playing for their country. It's all I ever wanted to do. But at the same time, you know, my timing of my announcement was so I could enjoy my last three games, and I've very much done that. And on the phone, my wife this morning, she said, "Go on, just get to just get to 100 wickets. It'd be a nice way to finish." And 
um, you know, to do that was, was a nice way for me personally. My time is done because I've called time on it, but, um, you know, it's with deep regret. I think, um, you know, I think anybody looking in has probably looked at the way I've gone about my business and probably playing the best cricket of my career. Um, I'm 33, as fit as I've ever been. You know, they, one of the reasons that I wasn't offered a contract was them going in a different direction after the World Cup. I don't know why. Was there ever a point where you attempted to carry on maybe until that T20 World Cup next summer? Or was it made clear to you that you probably wouldn't be in England's plans for that? I think, you know, being told that they're likely to go in a different direction um, after the World Cup, you know, I think that was the final nail in the coffin for me. I think, um, yeah, look, I think I could still have a, a, played a part in that World Cup. I feel like I'm playing my, probably playing my best cricket. So... That was part of my decision-making um, with my family. But, you know, it's, it's been a period for some time now, where, like I've just touched on, not knowing quite where I stand with England. And it's just, just taken its toll and um, becomes very tiring. Do I want to go to the Caribbean and, and run drinks and not know where I stand and just feel like a, a third wheel again, which is very much what I felt like when I turned up at Lord's, um, being the only one without a contract? Probably not, so I'm done. So that's it for another TalkSport Daily podcast. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Wherever that is, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Of course, there'll be another one of these out first thing in the morning with Andy Goldstein. He's actually left me a note here. It says, Andy Goldstein, TalkSport Daily tomorrow. Also, drive time 4pm on TalkSport on Monday. He never stops, does he? That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.